0: one, zero, all engine running. off. we have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on 98.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. We got a roll program. Reporting the rolling roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading.
1: Good evening. Welcome to it's not rocket surgery um, on this cold Sunday night. Uh, thank you to the uh, the ladies of the late show. Um, but now it's time for geeks to take over the airwaves. So, and uh, my name's Vlado. I'll be uh, your host, your pilot for the next hour and a half. Hope you uh, enjoy the ride, and I've got a couple of uh, friends and fellow geeks helping me out tonight on this uh, this Sunday evening. It's uh, ten thirty-five, and uh, we'll start off with uh, some welcomes. So, welcome to uh, to my regular co-host George.
2: Hello, Vlado. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? Good. Thank you, sir. So, um, and also for the first time on the uh, airwaves here at ninety-eight point nine Northwest FM, Wall.
3: Hi, Vlado. How are you? Good. Good. So, hello, Wally. How are you? Good. Thanks yourself,
1: George. Thank you. So we've got uh, we've got uh, a fair bit planned for the uh, the after- the afternoon. Jeez, <laughs> here's the first stuff up. Anybody out there having a drinking game for every time <laughs> I step <start?
3: laughs>
1: Re- up? Drink responsibly, um, or don't, or don't. I'm not here to tell you. This is not in an any state. So, but yeah, we've got we've got some uh, some good stuff lined up for this evening. Um, I see. It's very geeky indeed. <laughs> yes, what's news? indeed Oh. Uh-huh. We don't want to disappoint the, uh, the listeners who are following this around, the uh, the, the Northwest FM of program.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, uh, Vlado's very organised this uh, this uh, episode. Uh, what are, Number three, are you, Vlado? Yes, yes. Yeah, very organised. He's Team got a uh, printed out uh, running sheet. It's awesome. And uh, in colour. <laughs> uh, I, I on yellow paper. I, oh, well, I'm not going to say the yellow paper, but a lot better than what we've had in the past. <laughs> uh, especially last week's or last show, which was with the of our pants? No, no, no. We had we
1: had the text message that you sent me an hour before the show saying what you wanted to talk about. That's just what I wanted to
2: talk about. It <laughs> wasn't great. about Yeah, so no this is very well professional. Plato's are uh, going up the uh the ladder quite quickly.
3: The uh,
1: professionalism.
2: The stuff it scares that the-
3: me that there's so there's actually times here.
1: Hey, look, it's only guidelines. <laughs> we're this, not
3: gonna... this reminds me of uni where uh, we, we, we were doing presentations and you've got like, okay, you're now going to talk for five minutes. Now yeah. I can talk for five minutes, no problem. Yeah, the no. moment someone says, talk for five minutes, that's <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> there are only guidelines. They're marks we want to hit. We might try to hit. I'm getting some, some funny sounds in my headphones. So. That would be your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so... But, yeah, the, the, the running sheets, uh, just a guideline. We'll, we'll see if we can hit with those marks, and it's uh, it's all good. Cool. It's, Looks good. Let's go. It's casual.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have this vision now of uh, everyone sitting around with, you know, like, tops off and...
2: Come <laughs> <laughs> <Go> on. <laughs> no, actually, no. i the that. No. <laughs> Nothing is well here, Wally, so uh, <laughs> that's fine. You'll be right at home, mate. So...
1: Um, you know what? I didn't get my, my running sheet out, so you guys have got my running sheet. Um, I'll borrow that for you until we go to a song, and then I'll get my own out. So um, so we've got a couple of minutes till the running sheet says we go to a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to prepare that. I might get you two to, uh, to talk amongst yourselves. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> You're the host. Well, You're
3: supposed to host. No, no, no. Well, I've got, let's, uh, I've
2: let's got I've got fill in the, uh, the listeners as to how right. Vlado knows... Uh, Wall and... Uh, well, oh, yeah, you're, that, you've already been I've, introduced. I've been there, yes, so. so yes. Wall, uh, well, how do
3: you know uh, Vlado? Uh, Vlado and I went to uni together what seems like several lifetimes ago and um, in one of those amazingly fortunate uh, instances of life where you actually meet people who not only like the things you like but who like you and you like them and you hang out together and it's, it's all fun and you enjoy each other's company. Um, and amazingly enough, over the years, uh, we've... Pretty much stayed Because our industry Is a small one We've uh, worked together uh, In different uh, projects We've uh, pretty much Revolved around The same social circle And now that he's uh, Going to be a radio god I'm here to see His ascension <laughs> And yeah, claim I had ascension. Some
2: small part Some yeah, would say The, uh, the industry's Quite incestual But we won't go yeah, down no, that no, no. No, one, no one would say No that.
3: one wants to use that word
2: No one would no say one.
1: that No no. Well, and I have never shared no. a bed. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a text here. Already? Yes, wow. from our listener from Monday. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's given us a title. He's called it Soggy Sunday. But so- I would argue... Soggy Sunday? It's, so- it's Sunday. not, so- not weird outside. Sunday? He's, it's because it was moist on Monday. Moist ah, Monday. He's gone so for, for the alliteration. Ugh.
2: Can you tell our one listener that I am staring at a CD here that I am willing to play on air? Threatening to play. <laughs> Threatening. Uh, it's called If Venus Had a Moon. I wonder if that sounds familiar. So let's uh, see if we can get that on that's, each we, Yeah, the, That's a definite must. We will, oh, we will, play, we will, we will
3: play that. Um, and um, we hopefully will be singing it when the
2: mics are off. <laughs> no, there's a rule, actually. Well, sorry, there's no <laughs> singing. <Are> you, no <gasps> there's no dancing. Oh, no, oh,
3: no singing, no dancing? What? These are oh, George's this, rules. This, this was not uh, part <laughs> of the deal. No, no this what will, I believe
2: in. This was uh, this instructed onto me by others... Uh, <laughs> do not sing and do not dance.
3: Uh, but feel free to. Is this, is this part of the uh, training that they've given you to make sure that you tell your guests, don't sing and dance? No, no. It just looks it's bad. It's
2: just George's rule. George's, George, George's rule.
3: George's rule. In
1: part, his standards on this show. There's no uh-huh. standards here, George. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, we'll go to a song and we'll come back. Actually, we're going to uh, text Andy again. Hey, Andy. <laughs> um, are you guys drunk? It's like Wall was telling us, he loved you. <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy, Andy. Days of pub crawls gone by. So, but anyway, we're going to go to a song. Let's cue this up. Go back like this. And we go like this. Ready, set. Yeah. That brings back memories of Carnival, 1997, 98. Yes i got to love your old stampy elephant stampy music. Stampy elephant. Talking to the f- mic. Well. Sorry.
2: <laughs> and there
1: was dancing.
3: Sorry to say, <laughs> to everyone. There was great dancing. I love merengue music. It's merengue. awesome. It's soccer, man. It's soccer. It's not merengue. It's, it's merengue. Don't make it sound all...
2: Stampy
1: elephant emasculated. dance. Emasculated.
2: Merengue. How geeky are these guys?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pot. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's questioning our geek credentials now because we're talking about non-geek stuff.
1: No, no, geeks come in all shapes and sizes. That's like, true. I could tell my kids. I, my daughter is a Harry Potter geek.
3: That's and Harry Potter is nice.
1: a good geek. Of course there, there are be. geeks of all shapes. We are all geeks. We are, we are geeks, <laughs> <laughs> and we are many. at ten forty-seven on this uh, cold Sunday night. Six point eight degrees outside. That's just wrong. It's a nice balmy twenty point one in here. So that's how I know I'm getting old.
3: How's that?
0: Uh, uh, sad. sad. Yeah.
3: Actually, the fact that I even know that song says we're really <laughs> old. Um, I never used to feel the cold, and only in the last couple of years, it's like I've become Grandpa Simpson. You know, it's like I'm old and I'm tired. Kippy, kippy, kippy. Grey hairs give it away for
2: me. <laughs> Where, where are these guys? hairs, George's. I can't see any. Uh, <laughs> that's probably because I'm wearing a hat and a shirt <laughs> <laughs> There, they.
1: All right. That's uh, ninety-eight point nine Northwest FM. If you want to send us an SMS like Andy's been doing, you can uh, you can do that on O double four double seven double seven nine eight nine. Please do. We like the uh, SMSes. We want good. we want to know people are listening. It gives us something to talk about. Um, also on Facebook, if you're my friend, you can you can. Send me a uh, a message on one of my one one many Facebook status updates today saying that the show was going up that is true cuz I get all these complaints from from
3: not only are we going out it was almost like a countdown 5 hours to go 4 hours to go 3 hours to go it's on Twitter too
1: <laughs> that's right so on on, on Twitter at Kekoc, K-E-K-O-C. You can contact us that way as well. That's right. So not only do we go out to the northwest of of Melbourne, go on streaming online at uh, northwestfm.org. You can listen to us live or on the many radio apps on Apple and Android. Tune in, for example. We like those apps. Yeah. Even the Apple ones. Because we get get, uh, people listening from Cambridge, or Southern Maryland. I got corrected last week. I said Washington. It's not Washington. Oh, Southern, that's it. Southern wh- <laughs> Maryland. So, if you're in uh, Southern Maryland or Port of Spain, that, that song was for you, Port of Spain. But these people complain because I don't give them enough notice. So, I gave them plenty of notice. You gave them heaps 20, of notice. 24 good hours. Good boy. You're very <laughs> good. boy. Good boy. <laughs> so, let's talk about geek stuff. <laughs> Actually, sponsor break. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry to tease you like that. <sighs> so, we've got a sponsor break. It. And we're back. North, Northwest FM. Yes. Um, you're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery T-1. Hopefully, we'll have a slot. Otherwise, I'm going to have to change my numbering system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking I might go logarithmic. Add <laughs> a couple of letters on the end. I'm, but I'm hoping it'll go It'll be like Star Wars. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be exponential and an actual asymptote towards zero, and I'll never actually get a permanent slot. Look, uh, if George Lucas Keith can start episode, episode
3: four, you can start wherever you like. I
1: can. Yeah, so anyway, so this is, uh, yeah, it's not rocket surgery. On a Sunday night um, I was thinking Anybody who's been listening to all of us Get out your It's not rocket surgery Bingo game And you can fill out Your Sunday night Slot Because we've done a Friday night A Sunday night And a Monday night If we get a Saturday night Bingo You get a prize I'll send what's you a sticker
2: What's the prize? <laughs> a
1: Northwest FM sticker
2: Wow so, Awesome prize Ooh,
1: Don't, I might, I don't knock the prizes The community radio is giving it
2: Okay, I uh, may chip in and uh, You're donate something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something I bought off eBay. <laughs> so, um,
1: how about the news? We'll do news. If news? Well, thank you. I was just about to say, if
0: I had prepared
1: but I might have had a, a, a catchy jingle or a, a tune or a, or a tag. Wall is a good oldist
2: radio, <laughs> That was Wall, by the way. That well,
1: was Well done, Wall. Um, news. So, just scouring through Ars Technica and a few of the other websites online this afternoon, preparing for <laughs> tonight, <laughs> I noticed that uh, Ultimate Engine 4 is out now. The latest... Ultimate, ultimate Engine?
2: Uh, Unreal Engine. Sorry, Unreal Engine. That's it. You're sacked.
1: <laughs> it's Ultimate, dude. Dude. But Unreal Engine. Bringing back memories of... Unreal ultimate. Tournament. Unreal Tournament. That was so Headshot. I'm looking forward to seeing... <laughs> What they've done with the
0: engine—they spidered a monster.
1: <laughs> so yes, the, the, there's been a lot of uh, talk on games on some of the podcasts that I listen to, and a lot of it's been around Diablo three. It's demon pinata, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of sleepless
3: geeks out there. Oh yeah. See, I haven't played Diablo. I never played Diablo two. I had Diablo one. That was good. I have not got onto Diablo. I have not got onto any computer games for so long because I can remember actually spending all night playing, uh, what was it, Um, Half-Life, the single player, to the point where I actually had to call up work the next day and say, I've had no sleep, I need four or five hours sleep, I'll see you all at lunchtime. Yeah. Long time ago, though. Long time ago. The original. So I, I realised that I, I lack the uh, will not to, uh, you know, play these games in inappropriate times, day or night, to the point where, you know, necessary things like
2: sleep, food get sacrificed. Yes. Actually, I, I own Diablo 2. I um, I still have it in its box. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and the and, 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 and saddest story is that Diablo 1... My now wife actually made it all the way down to Diablo, and I didn't. No. Uh, so I... Um, so you're a failed geek. I'm a failed geek, indeed. But I do want to crack out Open Diablo 2 and actually play it, but... Do I'm you still having, have a machine that can run it? Uh, How old yes, is it? Yes. I should be okay. <laughs> 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 Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um. So, but yeah, a lot, a lot of geeks not sleeping around the
3: world this week because of Diablo Three. I'm on a painting forum, and uh, the uh, the painting forum has been very quiet this week. And someone speculated that maybe the, uh, the the fact that Diablo Three had come out at the same time may have been a contributing factor. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> really, this, this guy's uh, um, handle Einstein. No. Stating the obvious, I mean, it's really. I know, I know. It Doesn't take a nice time to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to work <put> out on, <laughs> on together, but no. Uh, look, anyway, I'm not one of those. Unfortunately, uh, games. So are those sleepless nights for you? I don't know. No, he has yeah, sleepless nights. Reasons.
3: They're just not because of computer games. No, no.
1: But anyway, um, in other news, Facebook IPO, valuing Facebook at one hundred and five billion dollars. <laughs> nice billion
3: dollars. Now,
1: nice. Can anyone say bubble? Bubble. <laughs> Bubble. 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 <laughs> what do you reckon? Is Facebook the
2: next MySpace? No. 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 It's just... No, they've got their... Uh,
1: you reckon they've got, uh, they've got their stuff critical together. mass?
2: They've got They've got real people working. They keep screwing, screwing things up with the privacy settings. And, and yet getting, people still stay yeah. on Facebook. And they're still making money. Because there's nobody to jump to.
1: See, MySpace died because there was Facebook. It's just a matter of there being an apost- uh, a... Alternative, a viable alternative, and everyone goes. See
3: ya, Mark. It's this. There's, there's too much of a lead at the. Goodbye, moment. so long. It would require. It would require um, a large number of very influential people to take it up. Mm. This new. This new thing, which would have the same problems that Facebook suffers from. Uh, hopefully they would learn some of them from some of the mistakes. But even so, there'd be other mistakes. It's very difficult to keep a crowd that large happy. Yeah. People would complain, "Oh, there's too many options. I can't control it all. <laughs> I, I just want to press a button and I just want to upload some photos of my kids."
1: <laughs> all right, so we'll see. Anyway, so anybody who wants to buy shares in Facebook, you can do so now. I think they're thirty-six dollars a share or something like that. Assuming the uh,
3: you know stock market doesn't crash (laughs) between now and then. I I wonder if
1: they listed on the Greek share market.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It would be the Greek share market.
2: (laughs) The geek share market. The geek share market. Nice. I actually have a story about um, Facebook and some shares. Uh, Do share. I will. I will. It was... um, Face-to-face, as you will. (laughs) I was um, listening to a radio station on the way into this radio station. And they mentioned um, I don't know the, the, the gentleman's name, but a graffiti artist that was employed by Facebook to spray the walls, to colour, to colourful, to make the place more colourful. It was basically a white building, and um, this guy got either an option to buy some Facebook shares, and at the time it was just a startup, or to get sixty thousand dollars, and he chose the shares. Yeah, smart I man. Apparently, those shares now are worth $200 million. <laughs> so, for a graffiti artist, he was at the right place at the right time, and, yeah, good on him for choosing the uh, the shares. He chose um, door number two. <laughs> he, did, he did well. So, yeah, I was quite impressed by that. Well, that's good. I've, I,
1: I think I've seen some of that art that's on, on Facebook. It's like yeah? a, a zip. It's almost like... Uh, what's that image where it's opening up and you see inside... It's like a zip, and it's showing all this Facebook stuff inside. Okay. It. So, some, some good stuff.
0: Okay.
1: Um, like uh, Felix the Cats. Yeah. Magical similar to that, But bag. it was a zipper.
2: For people in Radioland, uh, Google that and see what images yeah. you
1: get. <laughs> um, also in Facebook news, uh, Mark Zuckerberg got married. He just changed <laughs> his status update to married.
2: He did. Now, did he get married in a garden or a backyard or I wasn't invited to so yeah. oh, somebody posted on Facebook that the, it was a, an, out, <laughs> an outdoor event and it was a almost you know, the backyard of a house or something something silly like that please correct me if I'm wrong
3: just yeah. him and uh, 1.5 billion of his closest friends
1: <laughs> Mark mm. Um got, got a few texts we've got uh, a, a good, good friend of mine Dr. Rock, actually, he broke my, he burst my, uh, my, I don't know what he <laughs> burst, <laughs> my, my radio cherry. Before I got onto the haberdashery show, he had me, uh, sit down and talk to him for a couple of minutes on his show because he precedes the haberdashery boys. So he's, uh, he's texted in to sa- ask, uh, if we could kindly mention his, uh, trivia, Olympic trivia he's doing weekly on his show. That's, uh, on, his show at six o'clock on Monday nights. So tomorrow night, tune in and listen to Doctor Rock and answer his uh, his trivia. Some good stuff. I, I got a trivia question wrong on Monday.
2: Does he ever? <gasps> does he have prizes? I don't um, know. Are they stickers? Tune in. Come on, <laughs> tune in. Knowledge and, and is its out. own reward, George.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Geeks. Um, <laughs> we got another text. Oh, again from Doctor Rock. I recognise a number? It helps when they're one right after the other. Uh, right after the other. Start again. <laughs> right after the other.
3: We know what you're saying. We're having a technical break while Vlado changes oh out his oh, incomprehensible oh, mouth and puts in his I'm, uh, I'm intelligent
1: articulate cha- mouth. I'm channeling Jamie on Oliver with his fat tongue.
2: <laughs> There's a current ad with Jamie Oliver who actually, he's giving out his URL and he actually only says two W's. Double, <laughs> double. WWW. No, <laughs> WWW. And now that I'm, yeah. It's wrong. Anyway, it's wrong. It's just wrong. Diablo anyway.
1: three, ninety dollars Apparently, is it really? Yeah.
0: Apparently,
2: <sighs> plus
1: man,
3: it's it's like crack. I saw it bundled with
1: Starcraft for s- something like that. And I go, really? But it, p- you you need a permanent connection to the internet to play it. Really? Yeah, and mm. that's been a lot of controversy with the uh, with the launch. I think the servers weren't really handling the traffic, so there's been a lot of "What the f, dude?" Mm. <laughs> by, by nerds all over the world. Nerd uh, rage. <laughs> nerd rage. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten million mice needed to be replaced.
1: <laughs> Mouses, dude.
3: Mouses. <laughs> um, and that, that actually makes sense because you know, geek technical, not hmm. English. No, no. Fire rock. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Tech question of, of, sort of. What's the difference between an American and an English billion? Uh, it's a thousand. Like a so, factor of a thousand. Yes. So, the a English billion is a million million. Yes. Whereas an American billion, which has actually become the standard... Is a thousand million. Is a thousand million. million. Yeah. So, they go up by threes.
2: Was that a real question or a...
0: It was a real like question that
2: from that top that the Rock. Okay, so they weren't trying to question your geekness. No, no. Excellent.
1: So... We question it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well. And I think the French call uh, the... Le billion. L- milliard. What the Americans call... A million the French call a milliard that's just to be different just to be different it's um, not enough that they have the system. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank God for the French and the metric system that I is true I'm a big fan of the metric system oh was it SI right. standard international that's or right. something you know, they always
3: foot things around you know that's the French way but that's all right um which is quite funny because their old system was completely different yes wasn't even the same as the English imperial system no So even something simple like feet Mm -hmm. was actually three-quarters of an inch longer than an English foot. So if
2: you were five foot,
3: you're actually five foot four.
2: (laughs) We're talking about measurements, people, not um, French feet versus English feet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: 1102 Northwest FM. Come on. Geek trivia. Got to love it. (laughs) Absolutely. That's what we're here for (laughs) on the late, late, late show. And again... um, 0447777989 0447777989 if you want to send us your texts. We've got absolutely no activity on the, on the Twitter, no activity on Facebook, but we're getting SMSs. So don't, don't be surprised. We're having fun. All right, so 1102, 6.5 degrees outside. Much better <laughs> being here. So coming to you live from the Studio 2 of Hadfield. Um, other news. What else we got there? Apple have announced that the next iPhone will have a bigger screen. How much bigger can they get? Well, I think they want I to co- mean, they the the copy the The screen now is the sans size sans.
3: of the device. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no bigger. asn't It's going to be the bigger device. So,
3: but,
1: so somewhere between an iPad and a current iPhone, that will be the next.
3: Didn't iPhone. anyone explain mm. to Apple that the whole current trend with or the trend with phones was to get smaller and smaller? Everyone still no, remember no, no,
1: we, the bricks. We, it's, that it's no bounced. one wants to carry in their It's bounced, so it's sort of fluctuating like the universe. Ah, uh, okay. Well, according to one of the theories, <laughs> 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 no man, it's expanding. <laughs> somebody's just contracting. Somebody's going to bouncing. I don't know. Um, it's heat death, not catacly- cataclysm. So, but uh, apparently the Apple next Apple iPhone is going to be have, big, have a bigger screen. Wow. I would like that.
2: I'd like a bigger screen in my pocket. Would you? I would. I could do more things with it. Yeah? Indeed. Okay. And what are they going to do? Have iPads with smaller screens. That's right. <laughs> Until eventually
3: it's, it's, it's just it's an I device. It's called conver- Convergence. It'll just be called i. i. How's your i today? <laughs> oh, gee, I wish I could buy a new i. Have you checked out the latest i? The iRack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> These guys are having Way too much fun Alright uh,
1: In other news um, Star Trek News Yeah, look, we're doing, we're doing geek stuff So We're
2: just moving on To bigger and better
1: things That's right To uh, boldly
3: go In a new sense Where no geek radio show Has the, gone before the, much
1: There's been an engineer Who has predicted That we have the technology that, so we could actually have a Starship Enterprise in the next 20
2: years. He is a moron.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I lay it out there.
2: I, I'm willing to make that statement. <laughs> oh, come on, well, This is a geek show. Embrace it. No, no. I've, I bought a show. book
3: once called "Like The Physics of Star Trek. And this book? And this book explained even the simplest thing, the old inertial dampeners, which will be necessary so that we don't end up squished like toe jam into our seats as we accelerate merely milli- to impulse power, let alone warp drive, requires the understanding of how to manipulate gravity itself. He's
1: saying he could build it, but not actually operate it.
3: Oh, okay. So it's going to be like the world's biggest collectible. It'll be... It'll be uh, like Does it come in its own box? Star Trek, <laughs> Star Star Trek world. Will it, it'll be like uh, uh, iPads with different colours? <laughs> Bigger screens? Bigger screens? <laughs>
2: Plywood, just you know, sort of a. No, I think uh, actually it's going to have an
3: entire crew of people that go shh <laughs> <laughs> at the doors.
2: Excellent, I like it. <laughs>
3: It'll be
1: situated next to the Death Star that <laughs> <laughs> made of
3: Lego. Lego,
1: Lego. Oh, I like Lego. Lego. I think we've st- spoken about Lego every single show we've uh, had because I've been on that's every great. single
3: show, and that's uh, because it's worth speaking about. We've Correct.
1: got we've got Lego
2: news that we could talk about just on on something that we uh, we discussed last week about the patent. Yes, I, uh, I googled that you did? and discovered that, yes, the patent has run out for Lego or the studs on Lego and the uh, interconnection, interconnectability of Lego, and so thus other uh, compatible bricks are on the market, quite legally. Yep. The one in, uh, I'm thinking about is the Mega a Canadian company that uh, Lego tried to stop, but a uh, Canadian judge said, uh, get over it, Lego, and... Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, your patient is up. Uh, live with it. So, yes, and I was in a pharmacist today and saw. You were in a pharmacist. I was in the chemist <laughs> where the pharmacist was at the front, and um, I was in the pharmacy. you at the back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now
1: anyway, so you're in the pharmacy.
2: <laughs> um, I, uh, I saw a. A uh, interconnectable toy called Enlighten. <laughs> and it was compatible with Lego. Right. Enlighten. Excellent. We've
1: got a couple of texts.
2: Um, Is it my pharmacist? <laughs> no.
1: One from Get my, out of me. One from my better half and one from your better half. <laughs> oh,
2: no. oh, no, they're listening.
1: Um, my better half says, and the three of you would be data. <laughs> right. Thank you. you must look, we have knowledge of the, of the entire known universe. And... Uh, Mrs Kiftare has said uh, Gravity is overrated Oh ah. ah, is
2: it? Yeah So many lines there I <laughs> right. Gravity is overrated That's, <laughs> that's harsh ha- You yeah, have to think about that one Just think what would happen If you didn't have gravity no, Everything or, would fly apart That's right mm. that's
0: Or right. if
2: there was less gravity And it was just so, Would there be time If there was no gravity? Thank you Mrs
1: Kiftare For <laughs> opening up this Fourth uh, Pandora, wave Pandora's box That's right Hmm Pandora But thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> um, What else do we have We've got an eclipse coming up tonight Or today Or It's Where? dated today It's an annular eclipse It's got the The uh, I saw the, the story was about a, the Ring of Fire, so it's the 20th <laughs> and 21st, and, but unfortunately it's not coming anywhere near Australia, so I think the... It's the Johnny Cash Eclipse. I think the <laughs> West Coast of the US gets the end of it. So so <laughs> anyone listening
3: the guys get, go on a <laughs> Ring of Fire?
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyone listening the <to> West Coast?
3: <laughs> anyone listening, this conversation's about to go south really quickly.
1: <laughs>
3: Burn like the Ring of Fire. I
0: wonder if that's on this library. Let
1: me just... Cash...
2: Oh um, no! We're looking for love. Some that are is a burning
1: <laughs> There's no Johnny
2: Cash on the library. Ah, okay. oh, that's wrong. Oh, well. George's rule: Do not sing on the radio <laughs> unless you are a paid professional. Um,
1: so, but uh, anyway, apparently there's this the uh, uh, yeah annular eclipse going on. Perhaps as, even as we speak. Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, who cares? It's at night. <laughs> Here, elsewhere. <laughs> And we are streaming online at <laughs> northwestfm.org And it could be list p-
3: people in the Pacific who are listening actually to the stream Actually can see it and, have a, that's ha- right. and are joining us in that midnight And look, th- they could be panicking Twilight thinking world. the
1: world is coming to an end And actually listen to us on the stream and say oh, nothing, Well, nothing. If this going fun, there's nothing to worry about <laughs> That's <laughs> right
3: <laughs> so, um, Isn't that the traditional uh, science fiction plot? where the uh, quirky yet handsome captain of the uh, SS-whatever uh, convinces the local natives that he has magical powers because mm. he says, I will take away the sun. And then there's an eclipse. That and then the all the natives go, Oh, you have so much magical power.
1: That was that was on the uh, episode of Voyager that I watched last night. That's it's <laughs> the it's the a Ferengi. staple, I'm
2: sure, for every sci-fi. The Actually, there's a the whole Tintin book. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: called I think prisons of the sun and <laughs> he does exactly that he <laughs> finds a newspaper and he knows the date and time and we're geeking out, out dude. we're geeking out we're covering Star Trek and Tintin
1: and ah, uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's, it's uh, 10, past, nirvana. Uh,
2: 10 past
1: 11 Northwest FM it's gone down to 6.6
0: shut up
3: wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know how freezing
1: it will be when I leave <laughs> <laughs> you can stay here all night um, got a text from Andy. Andy's listening. Um, another one. Andy, slow down. Um, about to go south. What? WTF? <laughs> As <laughs> in Wednesday, Wednesday,
2: Thursday, Friday. Vlado's <laughs> typical <laughs> level of.
1: <laughs> You're already there,
2: Team Geek. Ah, oh, yeah. Right. It's 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 the introduction of the new member Wall, who's uh bringing this s- south. Maybe no. oh, that's Maybe a bit or? harsh. All oh, right, sorry. Well, it wasn't. And 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 we've also got. Uh, it J- may be. It may be true. We've we'll also I'm got
1: Jonesy listening great. as well. Who is Gary Jones? Ah, that How was Gary? Gary. He's good. He's good. I was talking to him on the pub crawl the other day, mm-hmm. and he said, "No way, you can talk for an hour and a half and go watch me." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of laughing in between, so <laughs> and, that and, helps. And songs and stuff.
1: And actually, we're due for a sponsor break. So let's go to sponsor break. I'll leave the mics on. So be careful what you say. That's right. We're back, Northwest FM. It's not rocket surgery. If you want to send us a text, O double four double seven double seven nine eight nine, and uh, Facebook and Twitter still going, but no one's no one loves us there. So, that's
2: And all, right. all I can say is thank the Lord. There's no video coverage of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> These two boys have just lost the plot.
1: <laughs> and Walt was doing the uh, um, the Sarah, Sarah was it Sarah Marie from. The first incarnation of big brother who did the bunny dance uh, that was what r- you reminded me of uh uh-huh. yeah. was doing a lot of things actually <laughs> i think he's just excited to be out <laughs> let's um let's go to a song and this is this is one for uh, one of our listeners uh actually by one of the listeners <laughs> <laughs> and look we've got to meet our australian music requirement we've got to play that's right play, local content local content so and this is you don't get much lo- more local than this um, We've got George has brought in his Solace CD One Yay!
2: of my favourites
0: One of your favourite Solace favorite. CDs One of my favourite <laughs> CDs
1: <laughs> And look, the cover art's excellent <laughs> 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 and We've got a track We're going to play uh, Gotta Get Out of Here by Solace Bringing back memories from years gone by So let's queue up CD2 <laughs> Yes, solace brings back memories of uh, hanging out at various pubs and clubs, listening to our uh, uni friend, our ex band member. That's right. Who went uh, and found himself? He actual, went rogue and found himself actual, a new group. Some actual real talent. People <laughs> could actually play That's because
2: he had real talent. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> he he was a frustrated as he was frustrated as a bass player. So he he wanted to sing. He was. That's okay. You
3: recruited a bass player who was far more happy to stay in his.
1: Who is in the That's studio right. with us now That's right And speaking of uh, bigger and better things <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd like to see that connection I might,
1: I might be playing Still My Friend by <laughs> uh, Frostilicus later <laughs> oh, on in the no. evening
2: Maybe oh, after right. midnight
1: <laughs> uh, Okay, <laughs> nice So anybody out there who, who knows Frostilicus? I'm sorry
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Have you explained the various band names?
1: No, no, people don't know that I was in a band or many bands um, which was the same band It's the same band just a different name Because <laughs> <laughs> the name's changed To protect the innocent um, All I remember is It was a Dr. Seuss song There were a couple of Dr. Seuss songs Excellent Tweedle Beetle Battle Yeah Battle. And yeah. Fox in Socks. Socks Yeah You know Excellent. look When you're struggling For material Because you, you struggle For talent You go anywhere Come on
3: Tapping on Dr. Seuss Always a good option What was that? Tapping Dr. Seuss <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay If that's what you're into um, 18 <laughs> past 11 um,
2: <laughs> We're a bit tongue-tied in the, the So in
1: Next We'll uh, We'll segue into Oh Double four Double seven Double seven Nine eight nine If in doubt Do a phone call SMS call If you want to text us We've got a text from the, uh, the The lead vocalist On that last track Fantastic it What says, does he have to say?
2: I love yous all Oh so, Isn't that nice? Um, but let's move on to other geeky stuff like that. Excellent! What do you got?
1: Tabletop gaming now
2: mm-hmm. up I'll, there in the. I've got of
1: two of the uh, the leading tabletop gamers Absolutely in this room. In this room <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of the panel, I've only done tabletop gaming once, and that explain was explain that. And that was with George many many years ago. We um, mid nineties, I believe. Many years you ago.
3: Might want to explain what tabletop
1: gaming right, tabletop, is? Yeah, look. I'll I'll throw to the, the expert for that. If you could you describe
3: tabletop gaming for us, well, it's playing with uh, small figures that are there to represent larger figures uh, in some sort of historical or sci-fi slash fantasy scenario uh, in a either cooperative or competitive
2: uh, contest with uh, someone else. Can I just say it in simpler terms? It's grand men playing with toy soldiers. <laughs> That's it's ba- it. Yeah. That's basically it. With, yes. with
1: rules. With, well, there are rules, and there's a with, uh, toy soldier rules. There's toy no soldier rules. Yeah, you got dice, and you, you got dice, and you got and and tapes yeah, and yeah. Very geeky. But anyway, many years ago, the uh, one day when we were doing our um, procrastination, as we always did. Should have been studying or doing an assignment of some sort. Found some rules. You on introduced the me to the uh, world of brick wars.
2: Yes, which was a sort of rules I found on the internet, which which joined the worlds of Lego and Wargaming.
1: Yes, a happy and joyous union. So here was a table full of uh, Lego cars and Lego soldiers, space soldiers, men. And yes, and and two engineering students with a couple of dice, a couple of dice. <laughs> this is the best <laughs> thing ever.
2: <laughs> so. Yes, but no. And I believe uh, we still have those respective plastic men and those... Well, I, b- I borrowed mine
1: from the, uh, the, the the lead singer of the <laughs> song we just played. So, Andy, if you want, um, if, if uh, your son wants his uh, old man's le- Lego men, I've got them for you. I've kept them separate from my boy's stuff because I knew one day you might want them back. So. Actually, Andy, I'll
2: buy them from you. <laughs> I'll buy your son something new. <laughs>
1: So, but, um, yeah, so that that's my entire experience, experience. with tabletop gaming. So, with you guys. I uh, can't
3: believe you've never played something like Space Hulk.
1: I've played Space Hulk on the computer. Oh, so, it's Not I, the same thing. Not no, the not the same, same thing at all. Oh, that's why I didn't include it in my Was that on a th- 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 th-
2: disc? Th- Were they on 3.5 Yeah, yeah. You have to load yeah up. I think yeah, it was nice. nine, 9 discs.
3: 94,
2: 95. Oh, I remember yeah.
3: that. Space Hulk. It was a good game. Space yes. Hog is a great game. So, in fact, they rec- they last year they like no last year, yeah, a couple of years ago. A right? couple I mean, years yeah. ago, they released a twentieth anniversary edition. Mm. Um, basically the same
2: rules, I think. With yes, newer, newer... but with
3: absolutely amazing figures. Uh, just demonstrated the the change in twenty odd years in terms of uh sculpting and um, casting, casting technique, yep.
1: which we'll get onto a little bit later.
3: Um. And cool. the Absolutely. the boards themselves were like beautifully uh, painted up yep. and printed, and, uh, very thick material. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old ones. Uh, I remember uh, getting extra board layouts in White Dwarf magazine, uh, which was the the magazine monthly, monthly magazine b- yeah. that Games Workshop produces. That uh, they're the, also the makers of Space Hulk, and uh, I would take them to a printing place that uh, my sister used to work at. And we would print them up and then we would glue them onto foam card and then we would cut them out Mm -hmm. and then I would have these board sections extra, uh, which would be pretty sort of... They'd look okay. They'd they'd match the style at the time, but nowadays the the quality and and everything has just gone forward in leaps and bounds. But what is still great is that the gameplay is is just as good as it used to be. It's just as fun. Um, In fact, I'm... In the middle of planning a mega Space Hulk campaign esque uh, nice. game um, involving uh, more of a campaign type theme, but using uh, playing cards to give a uh, additional options uh, to, to to basically give each mission a bit more of a contextual flavour. Or a slight advantage, depending upon the level of the card. So, if you pull a three or a four, that might mean you get an extra player. Oh, sorry, extra uh, piece on the board for your side. Um, an so ace may be something far more significant that uh, will, you know, run rings around pretty much everything on the board. But if you lose it, you lose the match.
2: Okay, so you're saying these are normal playing cards on top of the rules and on top of the uh, the normal play. Correct, correct. Excellent.
3: Sounds like a good idea. Um, with my mega garage, I figure I've got the space to lay out a substantially uh, significant sized uh, spaceship. Every every good geek needs a mega garage. They do. They do. And um, I've actually got downloaded uh, floor plans of a bunch of ships from a role-playing game mm-hmm. website. So I'll be trying to turn that into either more board sections or if I really go all out, um, there's a place called uh, Hurst Arts. They make uh, plaster of Paris moulds, and you can actually cast up uh, sections. So like, there's a three-dimensional? Three-dimensional board sections. Mm-hmm. They actually have the uh, the plans for how to build all of the original Space Hulk boards, like which moulds you need and how many times you need to cast them and all that sort of stuff. That would be nice. And um, I want to go to Solid Solutions,
2: yes, I believe, I in...
3: I in um Moorabbin, Moorabbin correct. Yes. yes, I've been there a few times myself. Um, to get some uh, dental plaster or uh, hydrostone. Uh, I believe they're $3 a bag on special. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, to cast up a whole bunch of these uh, bo- uh, board pieces so I can glue them all together and um, make myself my super mega board.
2: Yep. And is this a Venta invite-only? Can I come along? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. You'll be invited, John. Thank you. You, the more
3: players, the better. So, how long how
1: long do these things take for you to uh, organise and set up? And
3: oh, this is this is a, something that will take at least another couple of years, yeah. if not longer. I have it, it's every every person I believe needs a project on the back burner uh-huh. that, whenever all else in their life has calmed down, they can reach it for it and can just push it further a little, a bit bit further. And if anyone asks them, say, "Yeah, it's still going forward. Yeah, yeah. it's still going forward."
2: I think this is one of those things that it's always ongoing. You've always got something... It's a hobby that always has something ongoing. It always has something that is, uh, like well said, on the back burner. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, multiple multiple things on the go. Right.
3: And I'm such a magpie when it comes to these uh, these games because uh, another game that I love is uh, called uh, Blood Bowl, All right. which is fantasy football. Very much like American Gridiron, only uh, you have fantasy races, so elves, orcs, dwarves... Humans, mm-hmm. etc., trolls, and the aim of the game is still to score touchdowns, like in fantasy football, yeah, so like normal football. If Lord of the Rings were to play gridiron, yes, that's this is what they would look right. like. Um, but the actual uh, <laughs> the the injuring of the others the other team is not only uh, allowed; it's kind of expected. Right. So there's death on the field. Yes. Yeah, Although uh, we play with uh, variations, the original rules were eleven aside. Mm-hmm. Um, we've played it uh, with a friend of mine's uh, rule variants at seven aside and at five aside. And with five aside, you just narrow the board down to just the center section, that the two uh, outer, outer wings of the field, so to speak, that are near the uh, the sidelines. Uh, you just remove those, and it's a lot of fun. It's actually more fun uh, playing 5-a-side sometimes than 11-a-side because these games work or well, this game works best in a tournament style. Oh. And with 5-a-side each game takes about maybe an hour. So you can set aside a day and you can get 5 or 6 games done no problem, which leaves you with enough time for say about 3 or 4 round robin games, uh, a semi-final and a final and we even have a trophy, perpetual trophy. So it's like the Hong Kong 7s. Oh, very much so. So it's a lot faster. A lot it's better, very like fast, a lot of fun. Um, we, we've, we've, I think, done a lot of work to try and even it out so that most teams have a chance, um, which is probably good because not every player is as cutthroat as, say, for example, I am. And it helps to that everyone has at least a shot at
2: winning <laughs> each game. So, so, can um, i just clarify a couple of things for the listeners that are probably a bit lost with. I know I know exactly what Wall talking about, but other people out there may not. We're talking about little miniature men on a painted grass mat um, moved around with various rules for anyone that's not really sure what he's talking about. And these rules sort of stipulate if you roll this number, you this, d- exam- you do this happens so. yes. yes. Uh you have the things called
3: blocking dice, for example. where they have various symbols that correspond approximately to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Um, So you could just roll normal dice, um, but you roll these blocking dice, and depending on the symbol that comes up, and depending upon the relative strengths of the participants, uh, dictates who gets to choose which dice. So if you're very strong against a weak opponent, you'll probably roll uh, several dice and you get to choose which one you like.
2: Mm. Was this game ever released as a computer game for those that don't?
3: It was actually recently and the last couple of years, I believe. Right, so people can play
2: Blood Bowl without having to really paint up figures or find an opponent with a Blood Bowl team. That is true, but being a painting uh, addict... I prefer the... Oh, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, yeah, tactile, painting, all that good stuff. But there are people out there that may not have blood. That ball is events. true.
1: That is true. So we have got another text in here to correct me with my use of the word procrastination. It's actually productive
2: avoidance. Productive. Is yes, that, was, that was actually productive the term avoidance.
1: that I was looking for, but my brain just wasn't working. So, yes, productive avoidance. We weren't procrastinating. No, we were productive we avoidance. Engaging in productive avoidance. Ah. So, <laughs> we did both well, actually.
3: We did. I think we all did both well. He has a PhD in uh, productive avoidance right. and just merely a master's That's in right. procrastination.
1: It's the sort of thing that, actually, I think the vacuum need uh, the, the floor needs to be vacuumed instead of me <laughs> doing this assignment. I could do better work if my desk was clean.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to cut the lawn. <laughs> so, yes... Um, well, how about we go to a song? I've got a few few options um, could go with something from this one, Beastie Boys. Anything on there you like?
2: Uh, let me have a look. There are a couple of uh,
1: we've got favourites. U two.
2: Now I'm a big fan of U two, so that's number eight. No sleep till Brooklyn's all those. Actually, a popular surely
3: one. you should be playing. Um, or I've got something.
2: Brass band. Right, not on, on this one. No. All right, we'll go with oh, of U2. It's actually a uh, Number 4 off U2 please.
1: Number 4 off U2, the greatest U2 album in my opinion. You are, you are the U2. I am well my wife fan. and I only have two things in common. We both want lots of kids and we both like U2 and everything else. And, you're the and some, somebody in this studio said I'll give you guys 6 months. I
2: don't know <laughs> who that would be.
3: Fortunately, I could safely
2: say that wasn't me.
0: No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I did say to my best friend at the time that his marriage would only last six months. News say it's been how long? <sighs> much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I have eaten those words ever since. <laughs> no, it's, Happily. It's good for you. Happily. A oh, no, yes, no, no, very look, much so. Very much so.
1: so, so but, but anyway, let's, uh, let's go to a U2 track. And it's uh, Bullet the Blue Sky off the Joshua Tree album. <laughs> Yes, that was bought the Blue Sky by U2 from the Joshua Tree album and I've been criticised by my beloved saying, really, of all the songs to play, <laughs> you play that song? Look, that's, that's very that, harsh. That, that's George's favourite but that's song. That's my favourite
2: that. song on the album. I'm so sorry that it's your list. We're,
1: we're trying to please everybody and I'm just happy to be playing U2 for the first time. Oh, on, in a very long on, time. On, on on radio. During my haberdashery um, mentoring, I was told, no U2. And I, I snuck, really? I, I snuck in a cover of a U2 song. By, um oh. Paramore did a cover of Sunday Bloody Sunday. Really? And even that got panned by my mentors. But anyway. It was this is their your show. show. This I is was, your show. This is my show. So I'm happy to be playing and we will do and whatever we want. That's right. <laughs> so um, we'll go to a sponsor break because we have to. And because we want to. Cause and we like Because the sponsors exactly. are good. Thank and you. again, again I'm going to leave the, uh, the mic sign because this is only one, one sponsor break. So behave yourself, boys. Yes. Eleven thirty-seven on Northwest FM. Send in a text O double four double seven double seven nine eight
2: nine, or on Facebook or or Twitter. Have you had any Facebook uh, comments at this stage? Zero zip zilch nada. The SMS is coming in thick and fast. Thank
1: God, thick. Well, Not, not really fast. They're coming.
3: They're good ones. Look, look, we're getting SMSs. We've got to be happy about that. People are listening. Yeah, that's all, all. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's
1: not just three guys in a room talking.
2: <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing, with there's nothing wrong no. with that.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, tabletop gaming, other than Blood Bowl and uh, and Space Hulk? Space Hulk, what else? What about um, War? Napoleonic Wars, First
3: World, Second uh, World see, Wars. I'm addicted at the moment to a shall we say, fairly complicated rule set called General de Brigade, uh, which is pitched at... I'm going to say something, and I'm sure George will be able to uh, clarify it for all of our non-military listeners. Run it through the uh, Um, geek filter. It's a divisional level game.
2: Right, okay. I don't know much about this particular game, so I'm a bit... Okay,
3: basically uh, it's pitched at a level where your basic uh, playing components represent about 200 men. So, basically, I think what he's saying is there's more There's more people on the table. There's more models on the table. Much, much, much more. Yeah. Um, I play it in the scale of the figures that I play is 15 mil. So, that's from the base of the figure to about eye level All right. is about 15 mil uh, by a uh, produced locally, uh, Eureka Miniatures, uh, AB figures. Uh, they're unbelievably, amazingly well sculpted and cast. Um, and that they're actually a pleasure to paint. I'd, I'd paint them even if I didn't play. All right. They're that good. Um, I've got other 15mm figures that are actually quite... They are, Basically, I use them as playing pieces. If a rifle snaps off, I don't care. If I drop them on the floor, I'm less concerned. Um, I don't care that much about doing an absolutely top-notch paint job because, to be honest, the figures themselves wouldn't hold it up. And using the three-foot rule... Yeah. Which essentially says that so long as it looks good three feet from uh, from three feet away, right. it's good enough.
2: Can you apply that to other things?
3: Sorry? <laughs> Can you apply
2: that to other things? <laughs> I think it is, really. Yeah, if you right. look good three feet away, then. That's uh, right. You're, you're good. It's yeah. all good. Yes. Uh good to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the,
3: uh, the particular era that uh, General de Brigade rules are set in is the Napoleonic era.
0: Right. Essentially
3: late 18th century early 19th century Mm -hmm. um and the particular period i'm most interested in is napoleon's invasion of russia and i'm busily collecting uh russian napoleonic figures of the 1812 era all right is this a rule set popular is this new um it's been around for quite some time it's in its third edition um the uh, it, the creator is a guy called uh, Dave Brown in England. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a uh, a web a, a website forum for for the figures. Oh, sorry, for the rules. Uh, and several other rule sets have spun off from the success of General De Brigade. They, they use the same basic mechanics, but for different periods, like the Seven Years' War, which is mid 18th century, uh, the American War of Independence. Um, there's a colonial version. There's a World War Two version. Uh, it's
2: it's a fairly popular okay, set, so it does it does cater to other uh, genres. It, for, does, it does For example, I'm not interested in Napoleonic, so I would be interested in World War Two. So good to know that
3: that's available. Yes, um, it's not as popular as, say, uh, Flames of War is, which is probably the number one um, World War Two. Yeah. World War Two, and for that matter, historic uh, rule set, mostly because they. Um, They regimented everything, and they have a very slick uh, production, uh, marketing. Uh, They have an amazing website. The rule books look good. Um, One of the big problems with historical wargaming, as I was listening to a podcast today talk about it, um, is that unlike fantasy where um, you can have a complete system where you have the figures, the rules, the paints, all can be produced by one company and no one will gainsay them. Historical figures, no one owns the 18th century. No No one has, like, a copyright on the uniform Mm. of an imperial guard grenadier of the French army of the period. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and everyone loves their own rule set. Everyone loves making house rules for their own rule set. Everyone loves their own figures, their own Mm. figure scales. It's an absolute nightmare trying to regiment these things. But um flames of war have succeeded uh probably because world war ii is a very uh common period mm-hmm. of war gaming um 15 mil is a fairly accessible scale uh you can get a decent sized uh, battle on a reasonable sized table in a reasonable amount of time
2: right. yeah. is our uh, flames of war 20 mil 15. okay okay my mistake i believe that they were the old um
3: crossfire is that, a is a twenty mil right, right can be used with twenty mil figures
2: right because I I, I can I've seen okay my mistake I am visualising the kits that people we used to buy as kids you know, go and buy ah, a yeah. model tank and yeah yeah one seventy second
3: scale one thirty fifth scale FX figures the the, one, the ones that I grew up with uh, they correspond to uh, twenty mil for one seventy second and I think fifty four mil for one thirty second which yeah. is a really large scale for tabletop gaming very large. Yeah, big table, or you just play a skirmish game. Correct, with only about <laughs> a handful of. Yeah, we're talking side. maybe twenty figures, thirty figures, yeah.
2: uh, aside, yep. and even then, it's still pretty chunky. And look, from a visual point of view, Vlado, uh, being a photographer, from a visual point of view, these are quite impressive layouts. <laughs> lots of little toy soldiers on a very detailed board with, you know, rivers and roads and grasses and buildings, and mm-hmm. it visually looks stunning.
3: All right. But the good thing is that it is a fairly inclusive hobby and there's a, a movement called the Old old, old School Wargamers Community mm-hmm. and um, they date from an era where it was much simpler. The paint jobs were simpler, the tables were just a painted a, a plain green, uh, roads maybe just some felt cloth, <laughs> woods the same way or maybe some sort of paper cut out trees. On, old, old school.
1: Very hey, much so. Imagination.
3: Exactly, Respect. exactly. Just because, as they put it, they, the, there was a push probably from about the last 10, 15 years on when uh, the industry magazines became a lot more colour photograph, glossy-dominated, mm, glossy, yeah. glossy uh, dominated, yeah. um, that the idea that you end up with a game that's almost like a moving diorama. Yes. Yep. So it's designed not just to play well, but to be visually attractive. Um, but the problem is, of course, that very few people have the spare time, the spare space uh, to... Even the skill set. Even the skill set to build a table to that quality, paint the armies to that quality. Yep. And not have your three-year-old son destroy it. Yes. <laughs> and so people, it, it becomes a barrier. People go, that looks fantastic. I'll never achieve that. I'm not playing that game. All right. Which is kind of a tragedy. Yep. Um, I remember when I first started playing Ancients, which essentially is everything before the Middle Ages. All right. Um, For about six months before we finally bought figures and started to paint them, uh, my friend Gav and I used to play with, literally, uh, cardboard tokens. Mine were red, his were yellow. Yep cut out to the base size and we used to move them around.
2: Yep, but that's a good way of learning the rules. And it was an
3: excellent way of learning the rules and formations. but I tell you, I was so grateful when I finally had figures (laughs) because trying to pick up little pieces of paper off the (laughs) table was just a pain. That was during one of our pretty intense gaming phases where we would play probably once a week Yep, and that's pretty uh, high tempo. Most people normally can only play maybe once a month, once every three
2: months, every six months, maybe even Longer. Can I just add? Sorry, sorry, Wally. You're no, on a roll there. I was just going to say, for people that don't know, these things have to be transported, stored. So when Wally's talking about painting little miniatures, he has to physically take them to someone's house, set them up, do what he has to do with them, move them around, and then pack them up again. So the paper um class you had were very smart, very uh, clever, but you're right, not visually appealing. And no, that, and no. that makes
1: the old land parties. He looked like a walk in the
3: park, really. Cause oh, we, oh, very much so. <laughs> yes. We Unless you're computer. And, that, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, But that's sort of not, it's a nice segue into uh, a, a, a next topic of podcasts. Now, one of the podcasts that I've recently discovered is the, on the uh, Geek and Sundry uh, YouTube channel. Um, you know, a, a few of my podcasts that I listen to have uh, a few common guests, um, and a few of these appear on the Geek & Sundry uh, channel. But, on uh, YouTube. On YouTube. And, um, but one of these uh, channels, one of the programs that Geek & Sundry produces is called Tabletop, and it's uh, hosted by Will Wheaton. Ex-Star uh, Trek Enterprise Stanley. fame. Will Crusher. Yes, um, so where's it is Crash- an Sorry, actually it Crash- is a very entertaining and show. also is a- appears on Big Bang as a cameo, so as himself. He also appears I on Will Wheaton
2: mm.
3: on Eureka.
1: Oh yes, yes. He's, um, made reference to that on on the on the most recent um, tabletop show.
3: And uh, he he was in a season of The Guild. Yes, um, and The Guild being. Uh, um, Felicia Day. Felicia Day.
1: She does. Her, she has the flog. And uh, Geek and Sundry podcast. is her channel. It is. So, but yeah, it's um, all connected. But uh, the tabletop gaming is is he will run through a tabletop game. Usually, of the German. Is he a player or is he just hosting? He's the show? hosting, but as a player as well. Okay. Okay. So, so and as we're talking about, he does, and he does. Plays a lot of these games quite uh, extensively, so it is very entertaining to, to watch. Download
2: so some and tune in. Definitely um, worth
1: watching. So and they've, they've covered. Uh, you could
2: subscribe to the channel. Yes, looking forward to it. So they've,
1: they've covered the one I watched today was called Ticket to Ticket Ride. Ticket to Ride. So a uh, basically a railroad building game. Building game. Okay. So and it looked like a lot of fun and
3: fairly easy to follow. It was. It, it seemed to be very straightforward. Essentially, you uh, pick up little chits that represent. Uh, Sorry, what?
1: <laughs> you little chip little
3: chip like little uh, cards with uh, right. of different color yeah okay and when you get enough cards of a certain color that uh, corresponds to a rail section you can actually lay down track okay. for that section yep. and at the start of the game you draw a couple of cards that can give you certain city to certain city yep. and they're worth extra points. If you succeed by the end of the game, if you fail, they cost you points. Yeah, and
1: it sounds, and sounds and like the, and fun. And the show actually goes through all the rules and all the different strategies and all the pros and cons and what, what common pitfalls that, that players fall for. So, and so there is
3: lots of table trash
1: talk, oh, which yeah. is my favorite part. Look, it makes uh, these shows usually go for about twenty-five to half-hour show, mm-hmm. um, and definitely before you know it, it's gone. So, and so for you, Vlado,
2: who who isn't a war gamer. Was it entertaining for you? Well, it's, it's not really wargaming. It's, it's, it's more, more table tabletop. Table table, oh, table. Almost like board, game. it's board like, games. Board games? Yes. Okay.
1: It's, it's almost uh, a level between the right. tabletop games
3: and the board games. Right. So there the is, board there, games I'll th- give you a reference, George, that you'll follow. Um, they're the kind of games that Mind Games sells in right. the front section, right? Yeah. As opposed to upstairs or at the back, right? I'm
1: with you. So, and other other games yes. he's, he's he's done sh- <laughs> in the back where they got the feel clo- <laughs> <laughs> section. No, right no, no. Uh,
2: just the more geeky
3: stuff. That's right. <laughs> they, the, the, they don't want to scare the uh the normal regular customers. Yeah, the regular customers. The
1: extroverted geeks are at yes. the front, and the introverted geeks are down the back. Exactly. Correct. So, um, so sunlight doesn't reach them. <laughs> I mean, um, zombie dice um, that looked like fun. Bit get uh, sorry, get bit. My dyslexia. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven fifty on a Sunday night. Um, Suro, Suro. That looked Suro is like the dragon yeah, flying uh, tile game. Yeah, and that looked pretty good. It looked, hmm. I, I could see me playing that with the kids. So.
3: Particularly because it really does require you to have that um, spatial awareness. It reminded me a lot of uh, Robo Rally. I don't know if you've ever played it. No, no not me. Um, basically, Robo Rally is uh, a game with uh, imagine like trying to manoeuvre in a a densely populated industrial factory with conveyor belts and mm-hmm. lasers and all sorts of other things, and you have little robots and you've got to try and they they have programming cards and you must work out a, a sequence of moves to get you from uh, one location to another using these cards. Yep. Um, Sura has that same kind of. Um, you need to be able to think ahead to see, all well, all right, if I play this card, what's the consequence? Yep. Where do I end up? Do I end up in a better place? Do I end up in a worse place? Am I going to run into someone? Mm-hmm. Am I going to run off the board? Yep. Can someone else screw me over?
1: Yep. So, no, look, that, that, they look good. Another one uh, they've done is uh, Settlers of Catan, which you've... Settlers po- of
3: Catan is an excellent game. I've heard oh, well, that's very popular. And uh, Small World was another... Small World's also have a lot of fun.
1: So, definitely worthwhile, and if... Uh, I want to go down to all his houses. He, he seems to have all these games. <laughs> Actually, my friend
3: Gavin has these games. I will go um, round to Gavin's house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've got another text, N G Still up. He's still awake. Um, one last question for you is... Is it possible to play a tabletop game only communicating with quotes from mon- Monkey Magic?
3: Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I, I it may be possible, and if you pull it off, you would be a legend. <laughs> legend. It's probably money in it too, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, how about we go to a song?
2: I yes. want to talk more about uh, tabletop. These games sound really fun, but a song is a song nice. is probably a good option. We,
1: we can come back. We'll talk more about the song, and then we'll, we'll cross the midnight barrier, and then we'll we'll, we'll do our usual overflow. <laughs> so, how about we go to a song? This one's uh the Beastie Boys.
3: So track eight from their. Uh, the I love this song because it reminds me of Guitar Hero,
1: and it reminds me of stutter rap. So, here we go.
2: No! Sleep! Till bedtime! <laughs> you
1: idiots. <laughs> Come, Come on. on. Beastie Boys, no sleep till Stir, bottom.
3: stir, 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 stir,
0: stir to wrap.
1: Um, actually, that's on Inspiration, and that's going to be the song that we play as we go out. Nice. Love it. Love it. Um. <laughs> Not all of us love it, everybody. Some of us want to keep our... <laughs> dignity? Correct. So, um, let's move on from Tabletop Gaming, and... Um, but keeping on the podcasts, there's another podcast that you put me onto recently, Well, Yep. 1157, um, we're due for a sponsor break. We'll do that in a few minutes. Um, but this Probably pod- before I start talking. Oh, we've got a sponsor break now. <laughs> That's right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. Gutsy. Um, we do the gutsy here. Um, but yeah, this podcast, Dan Carlin, Hardcore Histories. So, tell us about Hardcore Histories.
3: Okay. um, As Dan Carlin himself would describe, he's not a historian, but he's a fan of history. And you can hear it in the way he talks about uh, history itself. I, too, am not a historian. Uh, Most of my historical knowledge has come through my brother, who uh, did actually study history in high school and Mm -hmm. was going to do it at uni. Um, But... He brings a narrative feel to the stories that he describes. Uh, the latest one that I listened to uh, was called Thor's Angels, yes. which pretty much talked about the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. uh, particularly the period, the, the Arthurian period, which is about maybe from, say, the end of Roman. Involvement in Britain about four five hundred AD ish. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. <laughs> uh, through to about maybe seven eight hundred AD. So we're talking about a period of time where uh, a whole bunch of uh, Goths, Visigoths, Ostrogoths not not people in black, not not people in black, emos. But, yep. Uh, the actual original <laughs> tribes, uh, essentially uh, like the Asterix books. Yes. were yes. Gauls. No, and no they like also had the Goths, oh, they had the Goths
2: as well, yeah, right. on the
3: pirate ships yeah, right. sometimes. Right. They always spoke with a funny accent. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: They'll be, that'd be <laughs> German. 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 That's right. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, anyway, the, these, uh, these tribes were being pushed uh, west by the Hun. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, uh, the, all these Germanic tribes were being forced out of their traditional... Uh, Lands, which yep. is sort of in the Balkans, the uh, Germany itself, or the Germanic area, and they they came up against the Romans and said, "Look, we're starving, we're we're dying. Uh, these people are coming. Can we live with you?" And the Romans said, "Sure, but it's going to cost you." Yep. And uh, the way he describes the the punishments, well, the imposition of, shall we say, taxes and charges. Uh, For the occupation of the territory they had Essentially upset them to the point where they said uh, To hell with all of you (laughs) Uh, We're going to do what we do best And we're going to uh, Sack your cities and conquer your country Uh, What was really interesting was That by this stage they'd been converted To a form of Christianity Mm -hmm. Um, But and, and this is where the, the podcast kind of takes a segue. As he said, it, by the time you hit the five-hour mark in a podcast, it's not a podcast <laughs> anymore. It's like an audiobook. Yeah, that's, that's why I haven't actually listened to this one yet. So. Um, but it's, a long one. it's interesting as he describes it, in order to make Jesus acceptable to these tribes that worshipped, say, Thor, um, Thor needs to put down his hammer a bit but Jesus needs to pick up a spear. (laughs) So um, you you can't essentially say to an entire culture that the primary drive behind your um, definitions of family, tribe, masculinity, male-female relations, uh, your entire uh, nomadic, conqueror, warlord-esque world is all based on something that's actually fundamentally morally wrong.
1: Yeah. Sounds like um, something Hollywood would do. Hmm. They'd have Jesus picking up the sword and Thor putting down the hammer. and
3: Pretty much. Yeah, cool. So, cool. Uh, but it was interesting because this is the kind of conversion that Christianity needed to go through in order to be accepted by the Romans in the first place. Yeah. Because up until then, most people understood Christians as lion fodder. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys were, when, when you're a niche religion and Christianity in the early parts of the 1st and 2nd century AD was pretty much a niche religion. Yep. Um, they were kind of fundamentalists. like they, they could afford not to be compromising because pretty much the only people who called themselves Christians believed as they believed. Yep. And it wasn't until uh, Constantine uh, essentially said, well, I'm going to pray to your God, and if he gives me uh, a win in battle, then I will back your God and become a Christian yep. So you know basically once God's proven his bona fides to me I will worship him and funnily enough in one of history's funny little quirks <laughs> uh, the uh, the battle was won and um, in such a way that it could be ascribed to divine intervention and Constantine became
1: yeah uh, but, but the not. they're not all about christianity and stuff the the ones that i've listened to uh, there's been the um one about magellan
3: um, yes that was a yes. good one um, uh talking about globalization yes yeah, so and and also point
1: oh <laughs> and also about the uh the uh fall of the roman empire the uh, I've, yes i've listened to the first episode of that that so,
3: actually it's a six-part series yeah. again ending in a five-hour marathon for the final part
1: yeah, so but it basically if uh, anybody out there is a
2: history geek history fan fan anybody you, who's interested in history are they are they two hour episodes each one or just special ones are some, two of are really um, some of them are really uh, long
3: the most of the roman empire ones were like one and a half to two hours yeah. okay so that's about the average and then the final one because they realized that there was about uh still several hours worth of material left and they didn't want to keep putting it out beyond a certain point because they wanted to talk about other things um, they decided to do it in one giant's extravaganza.
2: Okay, so when you say they, you oh, mentioned
3: Dan Carlin and his producer. And he's all oh right. Okay.
2: So this is it's a pretty polished.
1: Uh,
0: okay, podcast. So it sounds, yes. Ah,
3: yeah. uh, so uh, you just Google uh, Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin's Let's Hardcore see. History. He also does uh, Common Sense. as a uh, it's like a contemporary American political commentary, which is also interesting to listen to. Yeah.
2: If that sort of floats your boat. Yep. Political geeks out there. Yep,
0: um, but twelve but yeah, 04.
2: It's very good. We've we've hit Monday, and uh, we are into the overflow. Overflow. So look, that's that one
1: that of the benefits. Be- one that's one that's of the benefits of actually coming on at the end at of the, the end day. of the day. Sort of, you you don't have somebody else's show that you're encroaching on. So, which
2: you're not allowed to do. So, so keep talking while well is basically. <laughs> <what> oh, <you're
1: saying. laughs> uh, we've got to work tomorrow. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll um, have a go to a song. And this is a song that I promised earlier.
2: Are this we coming is, back after the song? We'll come back after the
1: song, like we yeah, did excellent. last time. So we'll come back, we'll talk a bit more, but we'll, we'll go to a song, another station break, and, and yeah, we'll just... Cruise out. Cruise out. On out. Here. So here's a song. Let me just... You two chat amongst yourselves. i just got to find a song.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So. That's it. He's let the uh, inmates control the asylum now. Excellent. So do you recommend Dan Carl? I do, I do. Cars? It's... Um, Mostly because, as I said, it's a it's a story-based presentation, and I honestly believe that that's the best way to learn history. Dates, places, names are far too dry for people to really understand or grasp, uh, but when you realise it's really him against him, and then he slept with that person's wife, and that's why that guy hates his guts, uh, and that's why uh, two generations down the track, the, the two families are at war with each other, and... That to me gives a human dimension to history. Yeah, it sounds like fun. That actually makes it worth paying attention. It to. Sounds like All fun. Right. Thank you for that. Um, here
1: we go. Six point one degrees outside, guys. So, nice. uh, <laughs> um, but this is uh, another local act. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. but this, but this we
1: apologise in advance. This is from their studio album. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm. It starts slow. So I'll just talk over the uh, intro That's it, talk
2: over it's, my piece oh, <laughs> You're playing the bass Alright I had nothing to do with this song And I'm keeping out of it Still
1: My Friend by Frostilicus oh, you me a
0: beer. It was a baby It's been a good year We played Jugged around the night was perfect and don't make a sound. We know not get drunk every now and then. What really counts is you're still my friend. Get drunk every now and then. What really counts, you're still my friend. We went to had a dance The night was a Nothing was chance We drank some more and had a good time The night was perfect The moments sublime. We go and get drunk every now and then What really counts is You're still my friend Drunk every now and then What really counts You're still my friend We went to the pub You bought me a beer It was a Phoebe It's been a good year We played some pool And joked around The night was perfect And don't make a sound We're drunk every now and then. What really counts is you're still my friend. Drunk every now and then. What really counts?
2: You're still my friend.
0: You're still my friend. You're still my friend. Still, my friend.
1: <laughs> All right, I think we'll leave that there. That was terrible, <laughs> but it made us laugh. That's it for did. sure.
3: <laughs> that's I've been shamed into silence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um, voice, one of those voice backing vo- vocals, sound awfully familiar. Ah, uh, yes. I had to to kill it before the worst of the guitar solo, though, because I think
3: I'm responsible. (laughs) Let's just say that uh, for Vlado, tuning has always been an optional extra for performances. (laughs) Um, We've
1: had a few disasters on stage with the tuning. So, 12.09. We're in the overflow. We are in the the overflow. 6.1 degrees outside. We're back to moist Monday. (sighs) Moist. It's not moist, though. It's cold. It's cold. Manky, Manky, On cold. Mm-hmm. Do any either of you know Italian? How do you say cold in Italian? No idea. El Calde? No. Facold, Facaldo. 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 He's
2: cold. Sounds like a soccer player. like
1: <laughs> <laughs> sort of a Brazilian soccer player. But touching <laughs> his knee. <laughs> I thought
3: and Facaldo's gone down. He's gone down at the centre of the pitch.
1: <laughs> and uh, levels have gone down. <laughs>
3: um, I was thinking
1: I'd like to be an Italian guy named Aldo in 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 winter. Aldo Facaldo
2: Aldo <laughs> I don't think we should ever go into overflow. <laughs> that delirious time when Blado just I think talks for the sake of talking. Yes. Um but I think that's it.
1: Is
3: there anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, there's always things I want to talk about, but smart people cut me off before <laughs> that
2: happens.
1: <laughs> and I need to go home to my wife and kids and bedwork yes, to tomorrow. It is, it is after midnight, so I'd like to uh, thank you both for coming in.
2: It's been a pleasure. My
1: pleasure. It's not rocket science. No, it's not rocket surgery. It's not that either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, not it's all right. By the time he's a successful uh, radio
1: guy, up to? he'll what are, what are get up to? the title T right. One? T minus one. And T minus one. if I don't get a permanent slot, we're going to the logarithmic scale. Scale. That's what happens. Yeah. That. I'd like to see that. So, got a text from Andy. Nice job. Nice work, lads. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Andy. <laughs> thank Andy. Thank Thanks, Andy. You, Andy and all the other listeners. Now go, um, a bit, go to bed, Andy. That's right. Yeah, you got work tomorrow, dude. Um, Twelve, eleven. Um, we're going to go to a song. Actually, no, we're going to say goodbye. We'll go to a song, and uh, that's this. Is the last you'll hear from us. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been. Uh, it's not rocket surgery. And it was good to have Wall in the studio. Thank you for having yes, me. And, it's uh, been fun. I look forward to seeing you both again next time. I'm on, and I'll mix it up and get some. Sounds like good. Sounds professional. Sounds slain, sounds eh? slick. I need all the help I can get. Hey, you stuck <laughs> to your running
3: sheet. That's got to be a good thing. I did. Thing. It
1: actually, actually made things a little bit easier. It did. So and we didn't have to make things up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Always safer. So, but uh, no, it's been good. And uh, thanks again. And uh, everyone,
0: good night. Good night. Good night. 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. And we got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10:30, broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook and on Twitter at rcktsrgry. Here's uh, what we've had about. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. The ankle has landed.